0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Another
2: for South coming up. Short side, Ilias gets it away to Campbell Brown, backfield. He looks for support, he finds Taff. Oh, it's Cook! Cook goes for two! Oh, he's out of the field there, it was Damien Cook! They go left, oh, Cook! Oh, Damien Cook! Damien <laughs> Cook! The hat trick! We'll have a listen to this, don't they love it? Damien Cook went left, Cody Walker was right, and Cookie goes, I'm going to get myself three Easter excellent for Easter. That was a beauty! Tass the youngster, yeah. Tass yeah. Thorns, yeah. Yeah. dives and scores. The debut tour. His first game in the National Rugby League and young Isaiah Tass. punctuates the game in style. Well done, young man.
1: Yeah. Geez, <laughs> you listen to those
0: highlights and South did a complete number on the Bulldogs. Yeah, <laughs> on was, Friday. It, was
1: it to nil? <laughs> we didn't play one Bulldogs highlight <laughs> that whole time. Yeah.
0: Wow. Pat, you're a South fan, are you?
1: Uh, yeah, but I'm. Oh. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> well said, well said. So, South
0: over the Bulldogs uh, at Acor, said Acor Stadium on Friday afternoon. It mm. was. It was a day match. Um, firstly, Sock, South fan. Happy with that?
2: Well, well, I mean, we could have done the highlights there for you. The missile, the first 15 minutes. What, what did we <laughs> miss? One try. Wanigan looked on. Um, but I do have to admit, the doggies came out and looked really good in that first. Sort of 15 to 20, um, you know, matched it with the bunnies, and if not, looked the better side. And they certainly looked a bit lethargic and out of sorts. But we were talking about it in the on in the in the break there, missile, that you thought the the sin bidding was probably the turning point.
1: Yeah, look. I'm just going to have a quick little monologue here because this has been simmering. This has been simmering for three days. I could barely sleep. Three days? Sleep. He's two seasons with yeah. the dogs? Sock, I, re- I reckon you've got
0: enough time to go and get
1: your car. <laughs> <laughs> No, look, I think the Good Friday clash, and for those people that aren't Bulldogs or Souths fans, this, this has been an ongoing rivalry probably since the 14 grand final. A mm. um, couple of huge matches on Good Friday. Keep in mind we've got the the wooden spooners from last year playing the grand finalists from last year. So on paper it shouldn't be that competitive. Yet you still get 30,000 people turn up on mm. a good Friday to watch this game. So it's a it's one of the centerpieces for the NRL. You throw it in there with Anzac Day and it's a finals like game. Now we've got 30,000 people, we've got who knows how many tuning on in on TV and the Bulldogs turn up to play, and we've got a great contest on our hands. For the first time in probably half a decade, we've got a big a big Good Friday match. Those 30,000 people did not turn up to watch Jared Sutton, but someone <laughs> forgot to tell him that. <laughs> yes. Ten minutes in the sin bin in today's game is a huge penalty, and what he did in blowing that ten minutes in the sin bin, he, he essentially... Ended the contest there and then for the 30,000 people watching live and for the people watching at home. South score 18 unanswered points and the game may as, they, they may as well blow the full-time siren then. Now, here's an example <laughs> of how this impacts the game, not just as a Bulldogs fan. So I've got my boys chat, right? Uh, Everyone's got their boys chat. Uh, yep. And I'm messaging towards, the, uh, towards the, uh, just after halftime messaging the boys chat about other calls that were happening in the game. E- everyone said the same thing. Stop, I've stopped watching. I, I turned it off after South ran in all those tries because the, you know, the game's as good as over. Yeah. How many people did the same thing? And I just, I'm not saying the Bulldogs would have won because I believe South still would have won the game. They, they, are, they are and they were yesterday the better team. But to end a contest with a 10 in the bin, which, is, which was such a harsh call, just ruined a, a good day of football. You look at the ruck infringements,
0: it was 7-1, seven given away by the Dogs. It was only yeah. uh, two, well, nine, eight penalties conceded, so South gave away some penalties, but the, the ruck infringements were the ones that really hurt the Dogs as well as that 10 in the bin. Trent Barrett was asked about the officiating after the game. Well, coaches here, I think Justin Holbrook and Todd Payne both mentioned this year, I think a lot of calls got against those lower teams. Yeah.
1: Do you worry you're in the same boat? Yeah, I'll have it on record that you said that. But, uh, there's nothing I can say, but it, look, we, we're certainly not getting them at the moment. There will be a day, hopefully, um, when we're, we're going well and we, and we are getting those calls. But there's still some things in there that we could have helped ourselves with, so I'm not going to use that as an excuse. A um, couple of tries there that just shouldn't be scored, you know, and, and we've got to stop them. You stop them. You're still in the hunt, and regardless of the things that went 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 against us, but you know we need to put together our first 20 minutes, you know, for another 20, and get in at half-time and then do it again and again. So that's our improve. Um, yeah.
0: Played it smart, Trent mm. Barrett. Not to publicly, privately, you don't know exactly what goes on, but there, mm. there could be the possibility of some dialogue through the week, but. I get the feeling watching games, Sock, that it's the teams that have the reputation of being good. There's a subconscious thought, and this is not pointing towards referees, but from neutral viewers as well, that there's a team that wins the ruck and there's a team that doesn't win the ruck. Mm. And more often than not, the team that doesn't win the ruck going in is the team that's lower on the ladder. Now, that's just because the game is based on who wins the ruck.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think it's hard and it's particularly, I think it can be hard at times when referees, uh, um, you know, when the say you had the uh, Manly game last night, you've got 10,000 there who are, you know, staunch Manly supporters and you're getting that call every five minutes or that noise in the back of your head, there's a forward mm. pass or they're down yeah. or that's that and it can build up in referees. Th- but you'd that's like the
1: beauty th- of the sport. That's right and you'd yeah, like to yeah. think
2: that that most referees would can stand above it, but I think the word use in their subconscious is is the right one being used. And generally that does tend to lend itself to the teams that are higher on the table. So I do agree with the sentiment. How you go back and graph that and show that over a period of time is is probably the concern. But if the big coaches are coming out and saying the independent um, spectators on the sport, like yourself, will call yourself independent. MSO, <laughs> even though you're a Bulldogs fan, because I didn't think there was anything wrong. Well, J- Jared Sutton certainly didn't take away into the doggy's arms because they weren't using him for about six minutes there after the thirty minute mark. <laughs> Particularly when Cookie had the ball in his hands for a hat trick, but um, I do agree with the sentiment.
0: Yeah, it's and it's impossible to define. It's impossible to say this is the reason. But you look at Melbourne Storm over the journey mm. and the way that they played. The, The ability for Cameron Smith, firstly, to grey the rules. And Mm. then secondly, the amount of times that they hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm. And then the ref says movement. And just before he's about to lose his patience, they get off.
1: Mm. Well, It it can't be a fluke. I think the best example I've heard was they never blow as many penalties in origin. For ruck infringement, Mm. six agains, penalties, all of it. And I heard Graham Ennisley say that's because the best players don't make the same mistakes that the lesser ones do. So if you've got that if you've got that in the back of your head, all right, Already, well the, yeah. the good the good players aren't giving away penalties. Yeah. They they're not doing those niggly things. How how can you tell me when you go into a game where you've got a, a top a top side and a and a bottom feeder that you're not going in there thinking, well, this top side isn't going to be making as many as infringements as this bottom side. Mm-hmm. And as a bottom side, how do you get out of that cycle? And it's something I heard Phil Gould uh, talk about on, on that late night show he does on Channel 9. He said, when I came to the Bulldogs, I, I spoke to them and I said, we're not going to be getting these calls because of where we are and, and the perception of, of us as as a club, where we are right now. What we've got to do is turn that perception around so some of those calls start going our way. Yeah, And as a Bulldogs fan, all you can sit there and look at and think is, all right, well, if we beat a bunch of those other clubs that are bottom eight, bottom four, and... The, the public, the supporters, and also as a result of that, the referees start thinking, right, the Bulldogs are a pretty decent team, then that subconscious starts to change. Uh, next 2027, wh- that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if we're lucky. When Cameron Munster's there on
0: $8.3 million a year. Uh, you take on next Friday night uh, the Broncos in the Mud Cup. Up there So <laughs> There's your chance James. There'll be penalties there there. There'll be chance. 150
1: penalties Blown <laughs> there <met>. Yeah <laughs> See, Are you Confident this?
0: in that Or you reckon There could be a downer oh, Off look, the back of am I,
1: am I confident in any game <laughs> um, it, it is an important game Because like I said if If we're going to Turn things around. We've got to beat those clubs that are around us on the ladder, and, yeah. and Brisbane are one of them.
0: Uh, and Sock, you've got the bye next Sorry, you have got the West Tigers next. <laughs> yeah, uh, say Saturday that's a week, it's a week off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See the boys around Coogee Friday <laughs> night when they play one.
2: Saturday. They'll be out Friday night.
0: They will win one soon. The, everyone's saying that West Tigers won't win one until round eleven. They've, they've been they'll win a, one before then. They've
2: there. been a bit of a bogey team for us. Like they've certainly not been easy beats. I remember last year we had that uh, George Burgess try. Was it George mm. Tom Burgess try? which was under the post oh, yeah. in that thriller and, and runs the length yep. and nearly and should have scored and it was a 50-50 there the game before I think we we're up 20-0 in that season and they came back and we only pipped them by two so the Tigers mm. I think their game stacks up pretty well uh, against the Bunnies
0: This is Crunch Time brought to you by the Isuzu uh, D-Max it's born to live after the break we're going to Have a chat about the Manly game. They take care of the Titans. But only just uh, want your thoughts on everything NRL this weekend, this Big Easter weekend, 0457 736 736. Tweet us at at 1170 SCN or the call line is 1300 01 1170.